Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holgren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Deanna podcast. Uh, I'm excited to be with you today and to continue on this incredible health journey together. Uh, Last week, we talked a lot about insulin resistance. And uh, one thing I want to point out about that is that that is something that really uh, affects everybody. We have children who are struggling with insulin resistance. We have young people. Uh, Pretty much anybody who is overweight is probably going to have some level of insulin resistance going on. So if you didn't get to check that out, you might want to go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, we're going to dive in and talk a little bit more about gut. Now, I know we've covered this and we've covered it already this month. And I sometimes feel like I just keep, you know, saying this over and over and over uh, regarding the gut. But I want to go a little bit deeper and I want to talk specifically about what is going on behind the gut, kind of the underlying issue that is causing the disruption. I'm going to try to do this without going too sciencey, but I want you to understand um, that, that, that there is an issue here. And I, in a sense, I want to give you a compelling reason why it's important for us to change our diet, to eat clean, and to make some of the changes that, that uh, we'll discuss at the end. So basically, um, to, to kind of, you know, dissect the problem, if you will, the problem is that um, over the last, you know, 30 plus years, you know, we have really 30 to 50 years, we have had um, increasing amounts of processed foods um, entering into the standard American diet. And with new farming technologies, new things, new advances and so forth, chemicals, et cetera. Um, we have seen a decline in health in in certain uh, areas uh, that are basically related to the gut, Um, a decline in health from the standpoint of massive autoimmune diseases, increases in cancers, increases in autism, a lot of issues um, that, that all of us have, uh, you know, encounter on a daily basis. And so what has happened is, you know, we have a tremendous number of chemicals in our food supply. Think about anything that's in a box, a package, a package, a box, or a drive through window, okay? That is not real food. It's super, super processed, highly processed foods with a lot of additives that are chemical additives that are preservatives, that are, you know, things that that are, you know, supposed to allow that thing, you know, why can a box of cereal sit on the shelf for 10 years? Why does it have an expiration date that oftentimes is that long? You know, and this is part of the reason why it's because of what has been added in there to, to basically preserve that. Well, here's the situation. Okay. So we end up consuming this stuff and, and one of the biggest culprits, which is not labeled on any food, um, is glyphosate or Roundup. Um, glyphosate or Roundup was developed to as a farming uh, tech, you know, technology, so that you know you have genetically modified crops that basically you mass spray the weeds die. The crop is resistant; it's modified to be resistant to this uh, glyphosate Roundup, and so the crop grows up. And so this was like breakthrough technology for farmers, going to make such a difference in their abilities and and so on and so forth. The problem is. That stuff is absorbed into the plant 
and it makes its way into the food. And, and, and you might say, well, then I just won't, I won't eat genetically modified foods, which is a great idea. Avoid those for sure. Uh, and then I can avoid this stuff in my diet. Well, the problem is they discovered that it is a fabulous desiccant or drying agent. So even on crops that are not genetically modified, uh, crops that are not organic, not genetically modified, they're going to mass spray that crop oftentimes with this glyphosate. And again, this residue uh, makes its way into the plant. Scientifically, we've been told that it's safe for human consumption. Of course, we all know that's not the case. We see all of the um, class action lawsuits and all of these things about glyphosate, you know, all over the TV and social media and whatever at this point in time. What we also know is that initially they said you could consume as much of this stuff as you wanted. It's not going to have an effect on humans, okay? But what they didn't realize and scientifically was later discovered um, at MIT is that while it may not be an issue for the human, it is an issue for, the, for, for our gut microbiome, for the gut bugs. Okay, specifically, um, you know, specific strains of, of uh, b- bacteria that are supposed to live in our GI system uh, end up being ineffective or inactive or unable to do their job. Ba- basically, it kind of kills them off. Okay, so just imagine that it's just killing your gut, your gut microbiome off. And then this has a massive impact. Um, now, all of a sudden, you know, when, when as a you know, physician, when I give somebody an antibiotic, if they've been eating a lot of processed foods, well, they've got an increased risk for developing, you know, a, a, a secondary infection due to the antibiotics, you know, called C. difficile infection or Clostridium difficile. Um, so it's a combination of, yeah, you just killed off even more of their gut microbiome with that antibiotic. But they also they were already impaired. They were massively impaired because of eating this processed diet with all this glyphosate. Um, the glyphosate acts on a specific pathway. It's here's the science part. Um, so forgive me if you don't want to go there. Just tune me out for a minute. It's called the Shikimati pathway, and that is the pathway in which these microbes in our gut become in, ineffective or non-functioning due to glyphosate specifically. So, so we see this with the, you know, messing up the microbiome. Well, then what? Um, and then add in all the other processed foods and all of the other ingredients, all of the other chemicals that really aren't studied. What happens if I eat this stuff every single day? And you guys know how we are. You find one that you love or a product that you love and we eat it oftentimes daily, right? Every day I have my whatever. Um, you fill in the blank. And, and we become somewhat loyal to that particular thing. Uh, and so, so we, we have this continuous exposure, if you will, to toxicity. And so that's why I'm so big into, you know, let's eat clean. Let's move in that direction. Let's try to do as much as we can. And here's the thing. You know, we don't want to be legalistic about it. We want to have a sustainable, you know, what I call sustainable, healthy living uh, where, you know, we have a program, um, you know, a, a way of eating that is sustainable that I can do on a regular basis. Sometimes I might fall off. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, get right back on because I definitely feel better when I'm eating clean, if you will. So I talk a lot about real food and clean food, clean sources of food. So when the gut gets messed up, you know, which I mentioned this in our uh, last uh, p- episode uh, talking about gut health, it's not just 
about GI symptoms where now all of a sudden I'm having, you know, stomach aches or bloating or other, you know, indigestion type issues. It's also about the immune system. Okay. So right now, more than ever, we need to focus on the immune system and protecting our immune system, boosting our immune system, helping our immune system function at its very best. And that means getting this processed food off of the diet, paying attention to the microbiome because a large part, large percentage of our immune system is in the gut. The other thing that it, that it you know, carries over to uh, is the uh, you know anxiety and depression, mental health? Okay, mental health it oftentimes is has to do tremendously with the gut, and uh, I can remember you know looking at a neuropsychiatric textbook. I believe it's 2017 neuropsychiatric textbook. That's a medical textbook. There's a whole it, mental health textbook. There's a whole chapter in there on gut dysbiosis caused by glyphosate and why that has such an impact on mental health and is is having the impact that we see in these areas today um, that all of us deal with on a daily basis. We know somebody that we love, care about very much, who's either you know struggling with tremendous anxiety, uh, depression, or other mental health issues. And it's quite possible that, that they're their issue is is being made worse by the foods that they're eating and the fact that they're eating a processed food diet. So so we got it. The, the good news is, the great news is there's something we can do. We can just simply choose to eat real food, whole food, you know, single ingredients, you know, make things at home. Uh, and what a difference that makes across the board when we are eating healthy and uh, restoring uh, the gut microbiome. And, you know, the gut microbiome, if you've had a lot of antibiotic uh, exposure, you've had to, to take a lot of antibiotics over your lifetime, whatever, you know, then you may need to, to, to be doing more. You may be, need to be a little more aggressive. But I typically have people do a probiotic. Um, sometimes I do a, like a broad spectrum probiotic. Sometimes I do, um, you know, I almost always want them to do a bacillus coagulans um, because that is the strain that we see heavily impacted by glyphosate. So bacillus coagulans, um, I actually take a bacillus coagulans every single day. Um, as a physician, you know, I'm in my office. I know that I am likely exposed to that um, contagious, infectious, you know, diarrhea thing that we, you know, see so many times, C. difficile. Um, and so one of the best ways I can protect myself from that is to make sure that I'm taking care of my gut um, and and then I'm, I'm basically, in a sense, resistant to it. I'm not going to have issues even if I were to, you know, bump up against it you know, whether it's hot in the hospital or in my practice, whatever. So, so that's something that we can do. Uh, eating, you know, eliminating the processed foods uh, is definitely something that we can do. And then adding in fermented foods. There's an episode that we did talking about uh, fermented foods and all of the fermented foods out there that again are going to add, you know, good healthy probiotics. Um, you know, when they there's a study that says, you know, six ounces of you know red wine a day actually can increase gut uh, biodiversity. You've got a more diverse um, microbiome uh, with that, and well, the same with other fermented foods as well. So I want to encourage you to to incorporate uh, fermented foods in your diet, and uh, just to 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 be mindful of this. So when I think about health, and I think, okay. Where is the most bang for my buck? Okay, what 
is the biggest thing that I can do in 2023 for my overall health that's going to have the biggest impact on my cognitive abilities, on weight management, on my energy levels, on you know inflammation in my body. What 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 can I do? What's the the best two things I can do or three things, whatever. Okay, so to me, the best three things that anybody can do. Um, one, it's eat clean. Okay, real food, clean diet, whole food diet. Number two, uh, it is to um, you know basically re- reduce or eliminate insulin resistance. That means going low carb diet, getting rid of all the high carbs, incorporating some intermittent fasting. Okay, uh, so clean eating, uh, reversing insulin resistance, or you know getting away from that, uh, and then uh, finally you know healing the microbiome. Maybe this is your year to tackle those three things. Uh, I want to encourage you to uh, to focus on those things uh, and get healthy. And I promise that if you focus on those three, you will be amazed at the results and how much better you feel. And uh, hopefully, as you continue in that plan you are on that plan, you will see you know any weight that you may need to lose. You'll see that uh, weight come off. Uh, you'll also see improvements uh, in mental health areas in the immune system, so on and so forth. So I'm excited about what we can do together in 2023. And uh, I'm thankful that you've joined us today and learned a little more. So plug in next week. We're going to continue uh, to talk about um, some of the troubleshooting with uh, intermittent fasting, for example. A lot of people ask questions about, you know, does this break my fast? What breaks my fast? What should I avoid uh, when I am fasting, et cetera? So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, in the future and uh, have so many other great things in store for you as well. So thanks so much for joining me. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.